before time began. There was only darkness. A great whisper filled the void. That whisper filled the empty space with rumors of dread. Dread led to fear. Fear led to chaos. And in time, in the universe before life, there was not but an infinite abyss of terror. Before spirits, before sprites, before life existed, there was chaos, dark, destructive, and rampant. The universe, in the midst of this malignant lack of order, spoke, and from above the wicked tendrils of chaos, the three golden goddesses descended and began the creation of the world. The creation of Hyrule. back again guys listen the world may have stopped moving thanks to the coronavirus but isn't that the joy of podcasting i can do it all by myself and i don't have to worry about running into anyone else rest assured that everyone in the 13 palm trees family and our families are all safe and we hope all of our listeners are as well that being said, whether you are all cooped up in isolation or you are out there in the front lines working, Video Game Mythos is here to entertain. And don't forget, we are not alone. We brought friends, just like the news is instructing us not to do. Be sure to check out the other podcasts in the 13 Palm Trees lineup. We have D&D Kinda, where Ryan and I play D&D along with some other folks. It's great fun. Check it out. Gurus of Gaming, which is a video game talk show that I am a co-host on. Wasted Local Talents, which shines light on bands and businesses in the West Virginia area. And guess what, guys? We have a new show. That's right. We have a new podcast for you to check out. This past Friday, which is Friday the 13th to be exact, 13 Palm Trees launched our newest show, The Final Girl Podcast. In this podcast, the host, Ryan Turner, and a slew of special rotating guests review and analyze horror movies and then rate The Final Girl Trope. You know, since it's a popular trope in horror movies. Yours truly, guest stars in episode one, available now, talking about the 2019 smash hit Midsommar. So check it out. Last but not least, as Final Girl just released and it is already on the rise, be sure to rate and review it along with all your favorite podcasts. While we love and appreciate everything you do as far as listening, we want to reach even more people. Video Game Mythos is proudly free of ads, and we want to keep it that way. If you could go and rate the show and drop a five-star review, that would go a long way into helping us continue to grow. And that's not just for VGM, but all the shows on our network. Okay, I'm sorry. I got really excited about the Final Girl podcast. This is Video Game Mythos, so let's get to the core of why you are all here. 
and I know I seem to have a one track mind lately, but this week I'll be jumping back into the Zelda universe and discussing some of the backstory and lore surrounding the overarching force of creation and good in the land of Hyrule. You are all about to inherit the Triforce of Wisdom as I impart onto you this episode discussing the creators of said Triforce, the Golden Goddesses. So the Golden Goddesses are reoccurring deities in the Legend of Zelda series. Together they are Din, the Goddess of Power, Nehru, the goddess of wisdom, and Ferora, the goddess of courage. I may have said those wrong, so sue me. To chief gods and creators of the land that become the kingdom of Hyrule and the extended world in which it resides. They are omnipotent and eternal, and it is somewhat of an understood knowledge that they have always been and always will be, regardless of the fate of Hyrule throughout time, of course, pending any major shakeups in the future Legend of Zelda storylines. Though the Golden Goddesses are the most important gods in the world, they are mentioned by a few characters in the series, and knowledge of them has been shown to be limited to the people of Hyrule alone, most races worshipping their own patron deities. Signs of their existence have been visible in parallel worlds such as Termina and the world of the Ocean King also, implying that they may have created those worlds as well. The Golden Goddesses are somewhat of a trinity making up the Triforce, and these are the gods as they follow and mentioned before. Din, the goddess of power. Din created the bare earth and shaped the featureless land, forming its topography. Her labors produced the towering mountains, profound chasms, and great expanses of Hyrule's topography. With her work completed, Din formed the Triforce of Power, the embodiment of her supremacy. When the Gerudo king Ganondorf sought to abstract the golden power from its resting place, he failed to procure the sacred Triforce in its entirety, and it split into three elements. Believing in his heart that power was the most important aspect of the Triforce, he was left with the Triforce of Power and the Blessing of Din. Nehru, the God of Wisdom Nehru is the source of the laws that govern the realm in which Hyrule exists. Once her sister Din had completed the creation of the physical realm, Nehru began establishing order within the realm. Nehru illuminated the firmament of the sphere with her divine wisdom and founded the fundamental laws of the realm. Once she had finished, Nehru formed the Triforce of Wisdom, the embodiment of her omniscience. Whoever possessed the Triforce of Wisdom would be instilled with the essence of Nehru and her blessing, granting them wisdom unparalleled. When the sacred Triforce was split into the three virtues, the Triforce of Wisdom eluded Ganon and sought a more worthy holder, namely the Princess of Destiny, Princess Zelda. Ferora, the Goddess of Courage Ferora is the source of all life that exists within the Hyrulean realm. Once her sisters had finished creating a realm suitable for sustaining life, Ferora created the life forms that would inhabit it. Ferora breathed all life into the barren earth and into the seas, creating grasses, trees, vines, and all other manners of vegetation, also forming all the diverse people of Hyrule. With her works complete, Ferora drew a portion of her divine spirit and produced the Triforce of Courage. The holder of the Triforce of Courage would be imbued with the blessings of Ferora, a valor unrivaled by any other. When the Triforce divided into three aspects, the Triforce of Courage was bestowed upon the hero Link in merit of his great courage. 
Although the goddesses have never physically appeared to this date, they are sometimes implied to be influencing the events that take place throughout the series. The three deities of power, wisdom, and courage were first mentioned in the manual of A Link to the Past, but they were not yet given names. They were first called by their individual names and titles in Ocarina of Time and appeared in a flashback as flaming golden feminine humanoid figures as they created the world from chaos. Their symbols make an appearance in Oracle of Ages, representing three tunes of the Harp of Ages, as do the oracles that are named after them. They were mentioned in The Wind Waker as putting the young hero of winds through trials to test his worthiness as a successor of the hero of time. And three colored statues, red, blue, and green, depicted each one of them, appears with their associated symbols. The goddesses also play an indirectly important role in Skyward Sword, where it was revealed that they personally placed the Triforce in the care of the goddess Hylia in the ancient past. Although the goddesses' morals and standards are never specifically stated anywhere in the game, intervened in affairs numerous times after the creation of the world, but always for a good cause. A few examples are the light spirits and sealing away the interlopers in Twilight Princess, the initial designation of the Triforce pieces to the reincarnations of Link, Ganondorf and Zelda, and the Great Flood prior to the events of Wind Waker. In Twilight Princess, the Golden Goddesses appointed the four light spirits, or Donna, Farron, Elden, and Leneru, to protect each of the four regions in Hyrule. Orden Province, Farron Province, Elden Province, and Leruna Province, respectively. When word of the Sacred Realm and the Triforce spread, a great war ensued between those seeking to wield the ultimate power. During this war, the tribes skilled in dark magic known as the Dark Interlopers attempted to establish dominion over the Sacred Realm and establish their power using the Fused Shadow. As this war dragged on, three light spirits intervened at the behest of the Golden Goddesses. They sealed away the great magic those individuals had mastered and splintered it to prevent its future misuse. The goddesses chased the interlopers across Hyrule and banished them to the Twilight Realm. Although the goddesses forbade the interlopers from returning to the World of Light, they left a single link between Hyrule and the Twilight Realm. This link, known as the Mirror of Twilight, was entrusted to the sages of Hyrule by the goddesses who commanded them to guard it and protect it. In The Wind Waker, it is revealed after the Hero of Time was sent back to his original time, Hyrule in the adult timeline was left without a hero when the curse on Ganon broke. Faced by Ganondorf's unstoppable power and with no hero to aid them, the people of Hyrule prayed to the goddesses to come to their aid. Since the goddesses knew that to seal the people away along in Hyrule would grant Ganon's wish of destroying the land, the goddesses instructed the Hylians to flee to Hyrule's mountaintops in order to escape the coming flood. Once the people were safely away, the goddesses caused a torrential downpour, covering the land and turning the mountaintops into islands. The legacy and impact that the gods had on the culture of Hyrule throughout the different timelines is very apparent despite the lack of direct intervention, however. Various items, people, and deities throughout the series are named after the golden goddesses. Each of the goddesses have had a crest that represents them, which can be found on places or items that are related to them. The first of the items are the three magic abilities obtained in the Ocarina of Time, which are Din's Fire, Furore's Wind, and Nehru's Love, granted to Link by the Great Fairies. In The Wind Waker, it is said that Din's Pearl, Furore's Pearl, and Nehru's Pearl were handed down to the Rutos, Karoks, and the Jabin by the goddesses themselves, respectively. 
These three pearls, known as the goddess pearls, are each placed to the three statues resembling the golden goddesses located in each of the triangle islands found across the great sea to the rise of the Tower of Gods and beneath the waves. Atop the Hyrule Castle from Twilight Princess is a statue depicting the goddesses surrounding the Triforce. Three songs, which are Din's power, Furore's courage, and Nehru's wisdom in Skyward's sword, are learned in the Isles of Songs, which are necessary to obtain the three sacred flames, also each named after the goddesses that will upgrade the goddess's sword. Din, Nehru, and Furora, from the Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, who are the Oracles of Seasons and Ages and Secrets, respectively, share the name of the goddesses and also share physical similarities to the statues depicted in the Wind Waker. It is also implied that both the dragons from Skyward Sword and the light spirits from Twilight Princess, Elden, Farron, and Laruna are references to the goddesses, which two of the dragons bearing the symbol of the goddesses they are associated with on their forehead. Because of this, the Silent Realms of the three regions in the former game feature the names of the goddesses, each of them testing one of the goddesses attributes depending on the realm. Furore's Silent Realm tests the limits of Link's courage, Nehru's Silent Realm tests the limits of his wisdom, and Din's Silent Realm tests the limits of his power. Likewise, each of the sacred tears bears their name. Three sacred flames sharing their names and bearing their associated symbols, characteristics, and colors are used to forge the goddess's sword into the legendary master sword and activate the gate of time that also bears their symbols in the Temple of Hylia. The Legend of Zelda series as a whole is ripe with lore and knowledge that over the course of the life of video game mythos we will continue to systematically dive into but it is rich lore and character building like you just heard that make the Zelda franchise such a strong contender for that much desired best game of all time slot that everyone has. So as far as theories go, one of the biggest theories states that Din, the God who created the red earth is actually evil. Din is the God of power and regularly throughout history, Din grants her power to Ganondorf who is canonically evil. There is a chance that these have been granted to others throughout time and the games only focus on the points in history in which they are pitted against each other. However, given the point of the Triforce, that seems unlikely. My personal thoughts on this is that gods are agnostic of good and evil side and these powers are given to those who are the most courageous, powerful, and full of wisdom respectfully and the human Hyrulean flaw is that power causes greed. Additionally, there's also the chance that the gods chose to allow this conflict to both teach a lesson and show that their divine power in the end, the good normally prevails. And in the event and timeline that Ganon wins, after many years, the hero does still prevail. Regardless though, we will never know. One thing that we do know is that the story of the Hyrule universe is ever unfolding before us. I guess we would have to wait for Breath of the Wild 2 and whatever comes after that to hunt for more clues. And I'm not mad about it. It's one thing about Nintendo. They never disappoint. Thanks again for listening to Video Game Mythos.